0: Raggedy ass day. for rock with me episode number 50 if you've been with me the whole time i really really appreciate you taking the whole time to be with me if this is your first episode jump on in you can kick back it don't matter where you listen just listen i'm actually 43 episodes past what i thought i would actually be because me trying to learn how to do this i was told hey the bar is seven you know you're going to continue to do this if you can get past dealing with seven episodes and for me, that was really my 10th one because I did three and I scrapped them. But anyway, thank you if you've been listening for me the whole time or listening with me the whole time, rather. I appreciate you, man. Number 50, shout out to um, David Robinson, the Admiral. And shout out to Mike Singletary from the Chicago Bears, a huge part of that 46 defense when they won the championship, man. Boom, we in here, man. I wanted to do something special this episode, but I couldn't pull it off the way I wanted to because I couldn't get in touch with the homie. Brooks, but it's all good. We're gonna keep on pushing and I catch up with the homie down the line, man. I'm just really proud of myself for continuing to do this. And I'm proud of anybody who's rocked with me and decided to keep on listening through the bad episodes, the shit that was born when I didn't have no energy or whatever. I'm gonna try to be better about it this time around. But people get tired, man. When you've been doing something for a long time, sometimes the weighs on you, you feel labored doing it. But I do like the process. I actually love it. And that's why there's 35 of you listening to this shit and I'm still going to keep on doing it because who knows what's going to happen down the line and somebody's going to pick this up. And who knows, I might get some voiceover work. That's what I want. Somebody make me a tape of my voice and send it out to somebody and get me some voiceover work because I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that's on TV talking to other guys' wives while I ain't at home. I want to be the guy selling your wife them cakes and giving them instructions and telling them what they do and how they need to eat at home while you ain't there. I wanna be this guy, the guy that comes on and says, indulge in the decadent, silky, smooth, textured cake from Duncan Hines. I want that to be me. Why can't that be me? Why can't I see some chips off a commercial like that? If all I got to do is talk and use my, my little baby baritone I got, why not use that? Or I can be the voice of a of a Diane Network, like um like B.T. welcome to the BET Mixtape Preview Show or Mixtape Review Show. I can do that. Just give me a couple tries, i won't fuck it up like I just did, man. Somebody put me on, man. I'm, I got evidence out there that my voice is, Uh, you can listen to it for at least two minutes and I don't need even need that much time for ad. but let me go ahead and jump into this news real quick, man. A lot of craziness is going on in the world and I figure I should be the one to address it because i'm that guy that's what i do i pick out certain stories and i give it to the world so if you haven't been listening and you just jumped in on number 50 take your ass back to one and then catch up nah just keep rocking with me little more crash in new york kills 20 people fucked up that's all i'm giving you on that because it's really really sad i'm just tired of uh sad news i'm gonna get into the cavern and the kanye's and the and the kebabs. I'm getting all that later in the episode, but I'm just, I'm going to run through my little news to let y'all know I'm keeping an ear out on what's going on on the beat of the world. Monica Lewinsky's changing her name. Crazy. Maybe not. She should have did this a long time ago. Why would it take you this long to change your name if that's what you're known for? You, I'm pretty sure you wrote a book. And You know what? Now that I think about it, that's what it is. Her uh, her name has uh, come back up and it's no longer fun being the buzzword. And being able to go do things based off your name and write that book and get that money based off your name now you want to change it so i wonder if she's going to change it and then write a book about changing her name to the new name to show everybody what her new name is so she can keep living off of this now i don't mean to sound cruel but my thing is why wouldn't you have done that shit 10 years after the incident it's way past that now you could have been did that and like oh yeah monica Lewinsky, you don't even come up because you changed your name now, of course, people will recognize you and all that, but I think it's you a little late with this. You a little late. You might as well just ride it out, being known for what you're known for, and that's standing up for women everywhere. That's right, because it's October. We're going to say you were standing up for women everywhere, and you was the beginning of the Me Too thing. But I don't know about your situation. It's a little bit different. It's just a little bit different. I can't see it the way I see this other shit. But anyway, moving on, man, um, I'm going to jump right into this international news because I've been adding that to the mix. Haiti, man, Haiti's got some bad luck. So there was an earthquake in Haiti, 5.9 earthquake, and I want to say about 12 people are dead, 100 100 plus injured. So one time for Haiti, man, everybody with lineage back there, man, I, I feel for y'all and the things that have been going on in that country, man. That I feel like they've been treated a certain way because they revolted. And uh that's why Haitian people are strong, hard working people, man. They go through their struggles in the US, man, but the Haitians I've met have been the shit. So I don't know. I ain't got nothing bad to say about them, man. <laughs> but that's that's all I got. But uh, one time for Haiti, man, here's to them getting back on their stuff, man, and and uh they need like a social economic revolution and they need to stop being held down. I, I really feel that way about these other countries, like African countries and things like that. I talked about it. Last week with the Acon thing, it just I feel like there's really, really an agenda. Because if those countries and the continent of Africa was able to get back equal return on everything it exports, man, the the situation in the world would be a whole lot different. There'd be a lot less pictures of starving Africans and a lot more pictures of prosperous Af- Africans and, and videos of prosperous African regions. Because I, just, I was thinking about the last episode I did, and then the next day I saw some bullshit about all oh, the poor people in Africa and shit like that. Why don't you show videos of the people coming over to Africa and raping the resources there and not giving them a proper return on what they got? If you want to tell somebody the truth, tell the truth of why it's like that. But I'm not getting into that right now. I touched on that last week. No pun intended. But since I just said that, we're going to talk about this Kavanaugh situation. Now, I'm on the fence with this. Kavanaugh has been confirmed. I'm still not 100% on how I feel about it because I don't really know what happened. I do think if it's something that he did, then he shouldn't be a justice. And I understand how people feel about, hey, if it's even considered that he, uh, that he may have done this, then maybe he isn't fit to hold that office. Cool, I have no issue with that. My only thing is is that if it's not true, his name is forever gonna be shit, regardless of what he did in high school, college, whatever. If that's not true, his name has been fucked for the rest of his life. So it's it's kind of like, what do you do it? I feel like it's a catch-22 or whatever. But people are really upset about this man being confirmed. And for me, I paid attention to it to a point, so I don't know if the evidence was there. But at, at the end of the day, the saddest part to me in all this is that the way the parties are going at each other. Like I often say it about the right, but the left does it too. The left definitely uses victims as pawns. Because this is an agenda thing. had she been a conservative? I don't know if the left would have looked at her in such a positive light. I'm just being honest. And we already know how it's going to go if it's the right. They're going to look at you in whatever light. And there's so many things going on right now that, that are politicized. It's just like as soon as somebody says something, people are taking sides. At what point do we start listening to each other instead of just wanting to be heard? We're not listening. Somebody's talking and the other person's either interrupting them or waiting for them to talk while they load up their rebuttals like a clip. And as soon as they finish talking, it's attack, attack, attack. I don't feel like anybody's listening in the country. I really don't. Even among black people, I just don't feel like there's conversations being had. Like, why are majority black people Democrats? Look into the history. I'm just saying, it ain't always been rosy on us with us on that side of the House. If you go back and look at it, a lot of people learn, like, damn, it wasn't always that way. Democrats may have been the people holding us down. The mostly Democratic South was the people that was fucking us over. I'm not going to get deep into it. I'm not going to tell the whole story. But it's just crazy how one thing can turn into several different things. It can turn into issues of race and class and this, that, and the third from one conversation. Now, this whole situation with Brett Kavanaugh and uh, Dr. Ford, it was historic. But what else happened in the meantime? I'm wondering what I missed while I was focusing on this shit. Something that's grossly out of my control, I can do nothing about, I just wonder what I missed, because there's bigger things going on in the world, and yes, this is huge, it is historic, I I agree with all of it, but there's bigger things going on in the world, like the whole healthcare situation, these elections, these primaries that I have not been paying attention to at all, but I have been glued to my screen and working at home, checking up on this bullshit, slightly glued, I was adhesed maybe, I don't know. I should have been focused on a lot of other things, like making sure I'm going to be able to vote via ballot, via my mail-in ballot. But I've been fucking off doing no other shit. And I just want to, I would love to get to a point in this country where we could actually sit down and talk about shit and be like, hey, why do you feel X, Y, and Z about this? And why do you feel that way about that? Because there's a issue every week that can divide us, whether it be football, football player, a movie that came out, a song that came out, there's something every week that can divide us as a nation. And People take sides, left or right, pretend like there's no middle ground. There's definitely a middle ground. You could be in the middle. Or you could be on in the right and reach to the left, and the left and reach on the right or whatever. We can do things together to make this place better, and that's all I want. That's all I want is for things to get better. So go out there, do your thing, do your research, vote how you want to vote and all that shit. But just remember, man, that we can do this shit together. We don't always got to beat each other's throats. Whether you agree or disagree with what somebody else is saying, take the time and listen to the point And be open to getting your mind changed. You don't have to get run over by somebody else and just go along with what they say because they're talking loud or they want to yell. Be quiet for a second. Listen. Hear. Understand what's being said to you. Reply accordingly. Either you'll agree or disagree. But once we start doing that, I feel like we'll be better as a country. Now, I realize that's difficult. It's a difficult task. We're not built on that. We're getting our we're getting our info from the news, from the news media, which is being paid for by advertisers. Now, advertisers are going to go to where they get the most eyes on the product, and the eyes on the product get there because of conflict. That's why the news is combative. That's why CNN is beefing with Fox News, because they're each going to drive a, a certain demographic to their channel, and... The advertisers are going to target the members on that particular network for the demographic, demographic, excuse me, so they can push their products there, or advertise their products there to get more purchases, more money. At the end of the day, money, root of all evil. That's what it's about. But we could find a way. I'm confident we could find a way. I just wish there was a prominent news station that was down the middle, down the middle. If there's one, let me know because I want to watch that. I'm, it's fine for me to flip back and forth and watch the little the little TV wars that go on. It's funny from time to time, but I would like to every now and again watch news that was, like, just impartial, nonpartisan, as they say. That may be PBS, who knows. Anyway, moving on, man. Um, Jason Van Dyke, guilty of the murder of Laquan McDonald. So this is the police officer that shot the young black teen in Chicago, and his trial happened, and they found him guilty. And they was naming off them fucking sentences. He was sitting there just knowing his life was over. Now, the wild thing is with him, I don't know what what happens to him. If he's going to end up in PC because he was a police officer. And for me, I hope not. I really, I hope not. And that goes for anybody, not just people who kill unarmed black males. No, that goes for anybody who does something crazy like that. You have your... All your faculties, all your mental faculties, and you do something wild like that, and you take somebody's life in a wild manner, you damage somebody else in a wild manner, I don't think there should be no sympathy for you. Child molesters, people who murder people grossly like that, and rapists, you should be put in general population. I don't give a shit about protective custody and all that. Oh, well. You get what you get. That's it. You out there fucking people kids, out there raping people, out there murdering people, you get what you get. Other things I'll look past, but those three things I I can't um, I can't move on. Not right now. I'm not at that point in my life to where I'm forgiven like that. So to that point, you get what you get, man. But uh, this cat, Jason Van Dyke, I think it's going to be a hard road for, me, for him in prison, even in protective custody, because who knows how the COs are going to treat him. Are they going to look out for him because he was kind of sort of one of their own, or are they going to treat him like trash because he's a, he's a killer? And they'll probably move them somewhere out of the state so the least amount of people will recognize them. That would be the smart thing to do on the Department of Corrections half, but who knows how it's going to go, man. You, you, you can never really tell. In a few months, people forget all about the shit, and he'll be locked up. And at the end of the day, these people are never going to get their son back. The community is still traumatized by what happened, and it's only reinforced the belief that a lot of us have is that our lives are not valued at, in the same capacity as other people. But this is a win. It's an unfortunate win, but it's a win for everybody in the community who feels like it's a problem. The loss is far worse, but this, is to me, is a step in the right direction. And people in these positions need to be held accountable more often when proven guilty to keep this from happening again. Or at least slow it down, because I don't feel like it's slowing down at all. But that's just me, man. Um, I'm going to dive in, into music real quick, because I've been... I've been told about all these albums coming out. I've been tagged, hey, how you feel about this? I've been reading on Facebook, how you feel about this album? And I'll be honest with y'all. There's a lot of prominent artists that had albums come out recently, but I'm I'm tell you like this. It is hard for me to listen to people who have been in the game for so long, put out a project and it still sound immature. You're still talking about kind of the same things. You're doing songs to people and they talking about the same shit and for me i'm expecting more from certain individuals and i'm i'm talking about specifically ti and wayne people had me thinking about this ti album is really gonna be the shit. it's not a bad album him or lil wayne neither one of the albums are bad but i'm thinking i'm gonna get ti ti and i think i just happen to out have outgrown his music i know he's he's grown he's doing his thing businessman Money galore and all that shit. I respect all that. But I think the style of music he makes, I've outgrown him, I guess. Because I know he's dope. And maybe it's me taking him for granted. I stopped listening to a couple albums ago. I think Trouble Man was the last one I really like, listened to, listen to. And that wasn't a bad album either. But I guess I got hip to new artists and I liked their music better. If you put me in the car and I got, and I'm st- say I'm still rocking with CDs and I got, I'm on a road trip. Our road trip, I got Ti, I got Big Crit. I'm listening to Big Crit, even though Ti is more accomplished and he's great and all that. I like Crit's music better. I just feel like it's rooted in something different. There's some street shit in there. It's just more musical. The subject matter is different. It's vast. He's talking about everything from soulful to to being um, a jock in high school and just everything. He's he's talking about a whole. A whole gamble of things like life in general. And with Tip, it's still the street stuff, which is cool. It's cool every now and again. I just, the music hasn't progressed to me. The subject matter hasn't progressed in a way that I can listen to it. And this is after I just listened to Lupe. So I'm listening to Lupe Fiasco. He created this whole, what if fantasy fantasy scenario. Like his album, you could take his album and then write a story based on that. And this shit could be at Comic Con in the next couple of years as a comic book. The way, this, the way Lupe put this album together. So it's hard for me to listen to that and then go to listening to TI. Some of the subject matter still is the same thing, like I, Money, My Bitch This, I was in the streets, whatever, it's in the third. It's hard for me to go back and listen to that after listening to Lupe. The music ain't bad, it's just I can't, I can't put it there where I put that out. That's something for me to listen to and break down and make sure I catch everything. I'm listening to Tip like, yeah, I got it, okay. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I got it. And I think it's great for a younger guy to listen to that and maybe get some game, but I'm past that. Uh, I'm past that. And the same, same goes for Wayne. Uh, and I'll be I'll be honest, I'm only one listening on the T.I. It was cool. There were some cool songs in there. But with uh, Wayne, I listened to it again. Some of the songs did sound like they're a little old. Some of the same shit with him, the subject matter. Like, I, we passed that, fam. Like, I'm expecting more from you. I'm expecting a more mature. From you and um, I'm gonna be 100% honest. I don't want to hear your mama crying in the beginning of your album. I don't want to hear that. I'm sorry. That's just me. Maybe I'm a jerk for that, but that's not nothing I want to hear on a rap album. You could be emotional. You could be vulnerable. You can, you can go and give us the full range of emotions. But I don't want to hear that from your mama. Like ain't nothing I'm looking forward to. He did have a few. He had a few good songs on there. I'm not gonna lie. My second listen, I received the album a whole lot better. So don't cry. Obviously, I thought was cool. Uproar, that's the one everybody's gonna like. That's the like the special delivery remake. It's like special delivery five, four, three, two, one remake. I guess that's what it's meant to be, but it's a good energy song. Can't be broken I thought was cool. Dark Side of the Moon I liked. Mona Lisa was lyrically it was dope. I like how they did it. Lyrically him and Kendrick, but I just don't wanna hear that. I don't wanna hear that story shit. I don't wanna hear Wayne talking about how he hang with chicks that take do- money from other dudes and shit. Like, you you got money. I don't want to hear that from you. That's that's nothing I need to be hearing from a multimillionaire rapper. Like, that's that's corny shit. That's like around the corner ghetto hood nigga shit. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. That's the story I can hear on the block. And I'd, I'd enjoy it there because I'm petty, but I don't want to hear it from a, a multimillionaire rapper. Now, lyrically, him and Kendrick did that thing, but it's nothing I don't, I don't want to hear that storyline. Not from them. If I caught that from somebody else, like, okay, that... That's cool, you, you did something different, but I don't wanna hear that from them. That's just me personally, whatever. I wanna say hitters. I liked hitters and then took his time. I like those. So those are my those are my picks off the Lil way album. I'm gonna finish listening to it again and I think that'll be it. And I only listen to it again for the sole reason of coming back and talking about it on this podcast to be a hundred percent honest with you. That's that's pretty much it. I just wanted to be able to speak intelligently about it. I'm going to get back to y'all on Logic. I really like this project. I think I'm going to go ahead and download it versus streaming it. But I'm going to get back to y'all on that. I'm still listening to this Lupe, making sure I'm catching everything because every time I listen to a song back, there's a new lyric, a new, something new I call. So I'm, I'm going to get back to y'all on um, on Lupe. I think that's all that came out. I think there's a Dave East and Styles P project I still haven't listened to yet, but I'm going back and listening to that. As, I'm going to go listen to that as well. And I think that's all that came out. I'm waiting for this Mick Jenkins to drop. And if you don't know who Mick Jenkins is, holler at me and I'll shoot you some of his music. I'll share it to you or I'll get it to you somehow, but Mick Jenkins is the truth. I don't know what's in the water in Chicago and I ain't talking about Kanye, at least not yet. But the MCs that come out of Chicago, the ones that kinda of bubble up to the top, those are some those are some creative guys, man. From obviously Kanye, even though he's on his He's on his, his thing right now, to Chance the Rapper, to Common, Mick Jenkins. Like, there's some guys coming out of Chicago that have a a very unique sound. It's, and everybody sound different, the guys I'm talking about. Common and Kanye ain't the same. Mick Jenkins and Chance ain't the same. And uh, some, there's somebody I'm forgetting. I know Rhymefest is dope. I don't really have none of his work, though. But there's somebody else I'm forgetting. But they're all dope, and they're all different. That's what I like about it. Mick Jenkins is different from common, and just like I said before, I think it's really great. I would love like a Chicago like super album mixtape, and Yay getting this shit together could be the thing that can bring that together with him on production. I would love to see that man, and even bring some of the drill guys up and let them do their thing. If like I like Lil Baby too, the drill artist, and um, who else? I don't listen to Herbal like that. Maybe I'm missing out, but something going on in Chicago. Maybe it's the the situation there that Make people explore the artistic side to escape that shit. But I'm here for it. i am going have made that it's going down like that. I got a family up there, and I appreciate them taking their time to make good music. Now, slowly sliding into this Kanye situation, I almost don't know what to say. Your yeah, album better be good. The way you're talking, you're confusing a lot of people. You like you was back, and now you you back with the MAGA hat and the Kaepernick thing, and I, I kind of understand. I think I understand what he's trying to do. Before I go any further, let me say I'm well aware of what's being said on other podcasts and in the media about how Kanye West talks to us only when he wants to sell some shit. I get it. That's what artists do. They promote for whatever the art is so that people can come buy it. I understand that. That's cool. But usually he puts out really good music and he explains himself and his music and that's what I'm waiting on. The interviews and shit, it's it's cool, I guess. It's weird, the things he's saying. But I'm going to wait for the album to come out to really try to figure out what he's talking about. And him, I guess, trying to merge the two cultures with, you know, the the MAGA hat and the Kaepernick shirt. First of all, fuck that hat. I understand what you're trying to do with that, I guess, that culture, bridge the gap, whatever. But that hat, to me, is equivalent to a Klansman's hood. That's just how I feel about it. Regardless of what you're trying to do, and I get it, yeah, I just feel a certain type of way about that hat. Now, for your point of view, I'll listen to it. I understand what you're saying, what it means to you, is not that, but you're still standing next to homeboy. Uh, so I, I don't know, I'm shaky on it, but I'ma give it. I'ma give it some time. I listen to the little TMD shit, and uh, I'm just trying to figure out why I stand with Kanye. But he's done lots of things that should have set him back, as far as him even dealing with the Kardashians, him saying the things he said about Trump in the first go-around, the whole Taylor Swift thing. Kanye West is a resilient motherfucker. Very resilient. And he's very free with his thoughts. He's able to do that because of his, his talent. And I was talking to my wife about it, and we were talking about how they, um, not this exactly, but how your talent and your value to the mainstream or to whatever company allow you certain flexibilities in whatever you're doing like the greater your skill set or your talent is at whatever it is you're doing to generate income the more leverage you have like we were talking about an actress on the show who i guess had had kids and gained some weight and i was like yeah that actress can do that because she's talented we're talking about kelly clarkson how she may have um picked up some weight or had her weight fluctuate over the years i'm like yeah because they're going to still market her because she's marketable It's like the the real woman, not this pencil-thin Barbie doll that they parade on TV. And her being her authentic, real self is going to resonate with a way wider audience than some of these other toothpick-thin people who aren't naturally thin, who have to starve themselves and look sick when they go on TV. Because while people are watching them, they're like, oh, I can't believe she looks like this. She does not look healthy or I'm not going to do that. I believe they would feel more comfortable looking at somebody on TV who resembled them in their their lifestyle, because if you look at just the world in general, most people aren't like that. They're not going to watch everything. They're going to eat. They're not going to exercise every day, twice a day, and just drink straight water. People out here living their lives because fuck it, that's what life is for—to live. Eat a burger every now and again. Just try to find some balance in life, and that's what, bro. That's what I'm bringing back to this kind of conversation is. His value, his talent, his ability, his skill set, and ability to make good music is so valuable to the industry and the culture that when he says something, it fucks it up because he's such a powerful voice in music and a a powerful black voice. It makes us feel bad, it hurts our feelings, but his music is so good that he's able to overcome it because there's dummies like me that'll wait and let him explain himself in his music because he has in the past. So I'm giving him that leverage. And he explained some shit in his last album. I'm Okay, cool, I'm rolling. We'll see where it goes. And speaking of the guy he was standing next to, apparently he helped his family, he's being accused of helping his family dodge taxes, his parents. Something else to argue about next week after the Kavanaugh stuff dies down. What else I got for y'all today? What else was I gonna talk about? Oh yeah. This is respect sport, you know? This is not trash talking sport. This is respectful. Like I told you before, guys, I want to change this game. I don't want people talk shit about, like, opponents, talk shit about his father, like, like religion. You, you cannot talk about religion. You cannot talk about nation. You know, guys, you cannot talk about this stuff. And, you know, this is, for me, is very important. Well, 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 well. Well, you got that. <laughs> How y'all feel about that? my best side, you know, this is not my best side. You know, I'm human being, and uh, like, I don't understand how people can talk about I jump on the cage, you know. What about, he talk about my religion, he talk about my country, he talk about my father. How y'all feel about that shit? I wanna know, because Mr. McGregor has been getting uh, away with being a fire motherfucker. Let's not forget that he had an issue with this cat. And was out there wilding the fuck out, throwing shit through a bus. Where he could have, well, I think this guy said he potentially injured some women and children, or he had the potential to. So this guy was pissed off. And it's the quiet ones you got to worry about. The guys that go around doing all that rah rah shit, maybe, maybe not. There's some of them you got to worry about, but maybe they're just trying to get in your head. This guy was being quiet the whole time. I'm like, okay. And as soon as he tapped this motherfucker out, he jumped his ass over that fence because Khabib wants to smoke. I'm a fan. Like I don't really mess with uh, mixed martial arts. It's not really my thing. I'm not. I'm not um, intelligent enough to talk about it in that. Um, in that aspect, I can talk about boxing with you, but I'm not intelligent enough about the sport. Let me rephrase. That. I'm not intelligent enough about the sport to tell you who's good and who's bad. His attitude and what he said is is to me, it's, it's like fucking spot on. Because you can't judge me for wilding the fuck out when this guy tried to attack me on I was on the bus. They throwing shit through windows. People getting cut with glass, having to get surgery on their hands and getting injuries to their face. So when I see this guy in the arena and it's time to get it cracking, I understand him not only wanting to get him but get those who are with him because I was all with him. He was talking that shit. And y'all thought y'all weren't going to have to see me. So I get the same way for his homeboys. He's like, hey, I'm jumping. I'm hopping the gate because i want all the smoke. And his homeboys hop the gate to get in the case because they wanted to smoke with Connor, But that's what that type of energy brings you. When you fuck with people like that, you talk about somebody's religion, you talk about somebody's country, you talk about their family, that's the type of shit that's going to happen to you. I'm just keeping it real. And a lot of people, I bet, when they're talking this shit about, I guess, I will say a lot of people who are praising Putin that are in the U.S. and kind of want to align with Russia and all that shit, I guess they didn't realize that there's a, a huge Muslim population in Russia. Russia's a big country, and there's definitely a, um, a Muslim population within Russia. And I, get, I bet that blew a lot of people's minds to, to learn that shit this weekend. But homeboy went not fucking off. And you can only push certain people so far before they, they get on your ass. Now, at first, he did it in the ring when the octagon. Tapped him the fuck out. And then he called everybody else who was talking that shit. And his friends called the guy in the ring that was talking that shit. People say it's disgusting, it has no place, and I understand that because even though it's a combat sport and everybody's in there brawling, they are, and for what their sport is, it is a professional environment, but you got these alpha males, man, and the way alpha males run, they tend to not want to have anybody weak around them, so you're going to be running with some dogs. You don't want no weakness around you. When shit like that go off, when the packs go at it, the packs got to go at it. It be like that sometimes. Hopefully, homeboy learned his lesson. I know he's already talking shit, trying to get the next the rematch cracking, and there definitely should be a rematch. I think I would I would like to see a rematch. Like I might turn it, I might tune in for that one. I might go to somebody else's house, cause I ain't gonna buy. It. I might go to somebody else's house or a sports bar and watch it, because now i am engaged and I'm, I'm interested. In and I think they could have just made a whole lot of money by something that was authentic and real. The future, you know, the future holds. What the future holds. We'll see what's going to happen with, like, the rematch with Khabib and them. Something else I want to talk about is something that's been coming up in the last, like, year or two. People on the left, and I consider myself mostly on the left-leaning, I guess, have always had issue with, like, um, the protesters on the right. But this week, but this week, something popped up in my feed. And I don't know this man's name. But left-leaning karate kid, you got to go get my goddamn belt. You have no business, no business in my opinion, arguing with no woman in the street as a man. Maybe I'm over school, but I'm like, I'm like this. If I'm at work and if I'm out in a, and so some social setting, if I'm just out in the world, I have no business arguing with a woman. That's my wife's job. I'm arguing with a woman is my wife. I don't care enough about people out in this world that aren't my family to be arguing with them. That's that's my wife's job. I'm not arguing with a woman. I'll go get my wife. She can handle that. You want to argue with me, go get your husband. Mm -hmm. That way if shit goes left, it's not me and you going at it. It's me and him. Your boyfriend, whoever, and if they ain't around, then we ain't got shit to talk about. But this, um, he looked like a hippie. I don't know. I don't mean to generalize people like that, but if I had to envision like the modern-day 2018 hippie, that's what homeboy looked like. And he was talking to the lady about being pro-choice or whatever. And <laughs> he looked at her, stuck his tongue out, and I guess tried to roundhouse her phone out of her hand. But ended up kicking the lady. Then tried to cop a plea like, I was trying to kick your phone. And I was trying to kick you. You dead wrong. I don't give a damn what you're trying to do. That's a woman, bro. Keep your hands and feet to yourself. Because had her husband been around and beat your motherfucking ass, he would have definitely been in the right. Had any man... That, Matter of fact, not had any any man that was there should have whooped his ass on sight. On sight, should have beat his ass. You don't do that to no woman. If you don't like her, you think she trash, cool. Don't touch her. Don't spit on her. Move away from the situation. If you want to argue with her, fine. I don't think you should. Maybe throw an insult or two her way and then move away from the situation. Especially if you're being recorded, you jackass. Like, come on, man. Think about it. Get it together. Also, Florida State, y'all need your ass whooped again, too, because y'all had that game on Miami and y'all fucked it up. I will say the refs cost us that game, and I'm not talking shit because Miami scored those two touchdowns legitimately. There was blown coverages. I don't know what happened on the... On the back end of the second there, I'm guessing because uh, Samuel was was out, but there was two blown coverages back there to let that buck-too-fast quarterback from Miami throw them them touchdowns. But y'all need y'all ass whooping. The refs, y'all need y'all ass whooping. I'm giving a lot of ass whoopings out. A lot of y'all got to get my belt because that uh, was not a forward pass. That indeed should have been a touchdown, and we would have won the game. But what if, whatever, what the fuck. We lost. Point blade pair, and now we 500 again. I feel like we got time to build up to get to a bowl game, but we got to get our shit together. It was a good, it was well played the first half. We played the first half very, very well. Just the play calling again. These outside runs, run the ball up the middle. You had success running the ball up the middle, even if you're in a situation where you still got a punt. Run the ball up the middle because every yard counts, even on a goddamn punt. Acting like Miami don't have speed to return the ball. What's going on in the world? Is that it? I think I'm out. That might be it for me. Um, number 50, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, like I said, at the beginning of the show. And uh, don't forget, man. Give me some voiceover work, man. Help me out. Let me know what I got to do. I'll switch up accents. Whatever. I'll be I'll be West Coast gangster. I'll be New York. I'll be New York son. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I could be African. I could do this for you. West African, slight French accent. I can do. Let me know what you need me to do to get the voiceover job. And I'm here for you. I want the job to get the money. So let me know what I got to do. So like I always say, most of the time I mess up, make mistake. Oh, wait a minute. You can reach me, right at gmail.com. That way, um, you can email me what you want to tell me, and I can respond to you, but not in this accent, because it's no real. Also, there's a Facebook page, noplaynessright. I also have a YouTube page, right, everything. Twitter is no play 247 That's capital in lowercase o, capital P-L-A-Y, No player 247 on Twitter. Hit me there. Let me know what's going on. Just talk to me. I want to talk to you. You talk to me, and I can talk about it on the podcast. Yes. Also, also, make your next day your best day. Be better tomorrow. There you were today. And live a good life. And keep your hands on your feet to your motherfucking self. Peace.